You are listening to the Next Best Series podcast, and this is our review of Stranger Things Season 3. At least someone's happy I'm home. It's just a dream. You're dreaming. anymore. I mean, what did you think? We're just gonna sit in my basement all day? Play games for the rest of our lives? It is important to me that you feel safe. I want you to feel this can still be your home. friends with hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of next best series part of the next best picture podcast i'm your host matt negley at time of recording 906 p.m on july 15th 2019 joining me right now i do have josh parm hello hello and lauren Lamagna. hey everybody all right so for today we are talking about stranger things season three on netflix premiered on the 4th of july and a lot of hype around this. It's been a little bit of a minute since season two aired. Uh, we are not necessarily going to be talking in depth about season one and season two. We're going to be focusing primarily on season three for this review. And this is a Patreon exclusive full length review for all the subscribers out there. If you want to get the full review, head on over the Patreon type and next best picture. One dollar minimum a month will get you that exclusive audio link to get all of these exclusive episodes. But first things first, I want to toss it over to you two. What has been your experience watching Stranger Things? What did you think of the first two seasons? And then ultimately, what did you think of season three? We'll pass it off to you first, Lauren. I loved watching Stranger Things. I think I caught it a little late in the gate. I think I did it 
it was around like my first year of college when Stranger Things came about. And I remember like my friends being like, yo, Winona Ryder has this new show on Netflix with like a really hot cop. Go watch it. So I went into that and I was amazed by it. Like science fiction is so my genre and I love the 80s. I grew up watching those types of movies. And I think it was amazing. And then I thought season two topped it, which normally doesn't happen with season twos or sequels, which I thought was great. And I loved where it went. And I was one of those people that were like, where once season two dropped, I watched it like that day. So that three days I was in Stranger Things world. And I thought the season, it was good. I don't think it's my favorite season. I think it might be the weakest, but it was still enjoyable for me. I still had a good time watching it. Okay. All right. Josh Parham, what about you? Uh, well, I remember watching the first season of Stranger Things more out of obligation, really, because I, to be honest with you, I like a lot of those movies from the 80s, but I don't really have the same nostalgic connection to them like a lot of other people do. But I heard that this that the first season was getting really strong reviews, and when I watched it, I was enjoying it. I, I don't know if I thought it was like the greatest thing since sliced bread good, but it was a very entertaining series with a lot of great uh, core characters to them. And I think that they managed to carry that through to the second season pretty well. Maybe not quite as strong as the first one did, but still overall a really good sense of the characters. And I think that's what makes those first two seasons in particular really strong. And I think that the third season is still overall fun and entertaining, but I have to echo the sentiment that it is probably the weakest of the three. And I think for me, it really comes down to not a great sense of characterization that I felt this time around. I think that I didn't really get into the whole storyline with these characters so much. And I was sort of left watching this series uh, in this season and kind of feeling like I get why this is supposed to be fun. And it kind of is, but it was also very fleeting for me. And when it was over, I didn't really feel like there was much in this season that I felt met, uh, left a really great impact for me. So fun but fleeting is kind of how I would describe this current season. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense, actually. For me, season one was like it was like an event. It was a complete surprise. It was like watching it on television and it's funny because then we got it the movie uh shortly i think right after if i remember correctly and that was awesome and then a lot of people were comparing it to stranger things mm -hmm. so there you go i had a lot of fun with it i enjoyed the characters i loved the suspense the mystery i loved the darkness of it i thought it was scored very well i thought it was edited very well acted good characters to latch on to. And I think maybe second to Game of Thrones in terms of visual effects on modern day television. Season two, I have to say, I thought about this a lot. And if I'm honestly trying to figure out here if season two or season three is my least favorite season, I think that season two maybe might be my least favorite season. For one reason and one reason only. I think I know what it is. There is this shoehorned bottle episode yep, yep. in that season that just broke the narrative, broke everything, and it was like they tried to do this spinoff as a way to both expand the world and maybe potentially build towards I don't know what because 
God help me if like barely any mention of it in third season. It was totally, <laughs> I think, ignored. Yeah, I don't think there's any mention of it. And yeah, in I fact, think... I remember uh, at the start of the third season when they do the whole recap uh, clip show of what happened in the previous season. Nothing from that episode. I distinctly remembered that. So even they kind of realized that that was a very divisive episode that nobody really cares about. Yeah, I mean, the benefit of having, you know, this much of a break between seasons is gives them a little bit of time to assess the feedback. And definitely the feedback for that was this is not up to par. Something feels off. And it also just feels very much like they're trying to set up for something in the same way that like Marvel does that sort of thing. And I think for myself, like I know for a fact, my favorite kind of television is a season or rather different seasons of uh, television that tell a complete story. There's a beginning, a middle and an end. And that doesn't take place throughout a season. Each season is technically like a chapter in that sequence of events. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you stand back and you look at the show as a whole, when it's all said and done, there should be a beginning, a middle, and an end. Leftovers has that. Breaking Bad has that. Game of Thrones has that. The type of television that I tend to look less favorably on is when each season takes a formulaic approach and they just keep doing the same thing season after season. There were shows that I thought were not doing that, and then it turns out they did do that. Things like Sons of Anarchy. There was always like this formula that the show always consistently followed. It never evolved. You know, it was always, okay, we're gonna get the cut to the motorcycle chase scene with some sort of rock music playing, and this happened so frequently that it just became predictable and it became boring. Same thing with, um, I'm trying to think of another show that does this sort of thing. Um, oh God, like 24 is another one. Yeah, yeah. Where each season was like its own thing. And I don't, I just don't like that because then there doesn't seem to be like unity behind much of it, you know? Lost is one where it like just teeters. <laughs> and it barely, barely makes it there uh, for me. Because I do feel like Lost at least attempted to tie everything together. Whether they did or not is totally, you know, obviously a question that's still debated today. So now with Stranger Things, what I'm noticing is I'm noticing this pattern. And I'm noticing this formula. And it's the same thing. Season 1, Season 2, Season 3. Only difference is that this year, Will, even though he was a huge focal point still and tying to the upside down, Will didn't come under like some heavy possession or anything this season. Right. However, we still had to contend with the upside down and uh, monsters. The, the, what is it called? The Demogorgon or something like that? Right. Yeah. The, well, the Demogorgon's like the uh, the That's humanoid like the first monster. Yeah, like the big humanoid monster creature from the first season. Uh, right. Right. I forget what they called the new one. I think this one. big one is the Mind Flyer, but I'm yeah. not even sure if the monster that we saw was the actual Mind Flyer or another one of like the mind players like army guys you know what i'm saying if it's another type of demogorgon like character like is that the main no guy? there's a there's a lot in this in terms of like the mythology that still feels a lot um unanswered yeah. and it kind i guess like the whole point of it is that you're not supposed to be asking these questions you're kind of just supposed to be along for the ride 
But like I said, my issue is like now the show has become predictable for me. That's like my biggest pet peeve most yeah, of all. Yeah, that's what's annoying about it for me too. Yeah. It seems very much like what would be normally a season two or a sequel. Just it's the same story. Just we're switching around what characters are doing and what roles people are playing. And I just think right. that it's probably the creators. They had this great story, the Duffer Brothers, and they told it. And then Netflix was like, we're making so much money. You got to make more. And they just don't know where to go. And they're mm-hmm. just saying they're just doing that story and they're hoping it sticks because they know it sticks because it's stuck for two years. So might as well do it again. But they just don't know creatively, I feel, where these characters go in the long run. That's what I think. I mean, they don't they, they still don't know if they're ending this with season four or season five. Yeah. And I feel like you could tell they know they know it won't go beyond season five, but they but they don't know. And you could tell you could see that in the show within the big story. And I think I think it's obvious that you could tell that they don't know. And I feel with the season, they valued things like the production design and action sequences and visual effects. They favored that over character development and overall story just because that was lacking in the writer's room, I guess. 100% mm-hmm. agree with that. This season, I would say, is probably their best looking to date. Um, yes. Oh my God, it's, it's gorgeous. gorgeous. I love that mall. That mall is incredibly designed. To, to me, the the visual standout actually was all the sequences with Eleven uh, walking through the well. One she, like when she was walking through like the black the, like the black screen, and we had like these slow motion sequences of her like falling and like things like that. And then there's like this amazing sequence that takes her through like Billy's past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like during a I think it's like during a storm. If I remember correctly, it's like yeah. a hurricane. Yeah, and like I'm just watching this, and that, that's when like it clicked for me, and I was just like, "Man, I'm telling you, it's like second to Game of Thrones, the visual effects on this show are just unbelievable." You know, I mean, I'm talking like cinema quality here. Yeah, this is a very cinematic type of television. Like I see this as a very binge worthy watching show. Like people can just sit and experience this whole story, and it looks like t- scale wise. This is something like filmmakers make. This is the budget that filmmakers have. And for like my favorite part of like the visual part, I loved everything about the underground Russian environment. Like when Jim and um, Joyce like enter the compound, I guess, and it just looks like something straight out of AI or something. And like with the lights and everything, because Stranger Things, that's what got us. That was what got me in love with Stranger Things at first. Was just you know the use of lights in season one especially and i feel like they went back to that with this season hey everyone sorry to interrupt but this is a preview of our full review of stranger things season three on netflix part of the next best series podcast in order to get the full length review over an hour long of content you will have to head on over to patreon where for one dollar minimum a month over at next best picture you can get all of our exclusive content including the rest of this review you have been listening to the next best series podcast part of the next best picture podcast umbrella you can subscribe to us on itunes soundcloud google play stitcher TuneIn player fm acast castbox and also on spotify be sure to leave us a review on apple Podcasts. let us know what you think of the show we really appreciate your feedback and your support Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time.